welcome to the Legacy Music Hour. My name is Brent Weinbach. I am Rob F. Switch. And uh, this is the Video Game Music Podcast that features video game music from 8-bit and 16-bit era games only. And before we get into today's topic, uh, just a couple things that at the top of the show. Okay, okay, what do you got? Um, well, we, uh, uh, we had a caller, um, PJ from North Carolina. He uh, had a question asking about aliases. And if we knew why, you know, all these composers use aliases and, you know, why they, they don't want to get credit for the stuff that they put out musically. You mean, mean Rose and Dick Boy? Exactly. Names like Rose and Dick Boy um, or Dolphin or yes. things like that. And, well, I do have an answer for PJ, but um, you'll find a more interesting answer or I don't know how to word it, but... You'll you'll find you'll find the answer in actually uh, our next week's episode, um, so stay tuned for that. We'll, I'll, we'll I'd rather save the answer for for the next week's episode. So I think your you'll question your question will be answered then. Brent, you tease. Yeah, a little bit of a tease here, but don't worry, it's only a week. Okay, right. Um, so, uh, but thanks for calling though, and we appreciate your questions okay. and comments. Absolutely. Any and all comments are always welcome. LegacyMusicHour.com or call us, 281-SONIC91. Um, and uh, let's mention our sponsor before uh, we get into the topic. It's Destiny Games. Yes. Uh, located in Canton, Michigan. And um, you can check out their website, DestinyGames.com. All right. Today's topic is... Covers. Covers. So uh, taking a little bit of a departure from our, our usual um, format... Um, we're today's episode is going to be all artists or musicians doing covers of eight bit and sixteen bit era games. Yes, and so um, that's what we'll be focusing on for today's episode. That might come in different forms: solo instrumentalists, or uh, maybe orchestral type stuff, or um, bands and different kind of styles, maybe jazz, rock, whatever. There's a, a plethora of songs to choose from. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's so many cover bands now. It's just, yes. and there's so many covers of stuff, you know, um, but I'll, I'll get into, yeah, I mean, there's just, there's so much, there's so much online now too, on YouTube and stuff right. like that. Um, so there's just so much to pick from, but uh, let's get things started with, um, this is actually a, an official release. Uh, it's not just like a, you know, I mean, there's a lot of unofficial sort of stuff out there, but um I'm going to play something from the Final Fantasy IV Piano Collections. Okay. Um, this was like an official release. Uh, and um, this is, of course, music composed by Nobuo Uematsu. And I'm not sure who arranged this for piano, but the pianist, I believe, is Shirou Satou, is the pianist. Um, and the piece we're going to hear is Troyan Beauty, which I think you played... On one of our previous episodes, yes, and um, and this is a really nice rendition of it. It's just solo piano, and um, it's what I like is it. It kind of it takes an interesting. It, it, there's it's an interesting take take on on this piece. So um, it's a little darker actually than the original, um, okay. as you'll see. So yeah, this is Troy and Beauty from the Final Fantasy IV Piano Collections, performed by uh, Shirou Satou. Thank you. 
music composed by Nobuo Uematsu from the Final Fantasy IV piano collections that was Troyan Beauty. And that was actually pianist Toshiyuki Mori performing, and it was arranged by Shiroru Satou. Just to clarify. It's a beautiful piece. Yeah, I like that it's 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 really it's the mood is really different than from the video game. Because you were saying d- darker. It's sad. Well, I I don't. Yeah, actually, darker might not be the right word, but melancholy. No, you know, absolutely. or sad. You know, sad. Yeah. Yes. You know, because the uh, you know, if you remember the the one from the video game, it's very bright and kind of happy. You know, but there's that sort of there's these dissonant chords that they use the in in the especially in the beginning that just really has like a sort of melancholy feel to it. I really like it though. It's really nice. If the song had gone any longer. I need a box of tissues. <laughs> Good song because it because it got you really excited. <laughs> I'm going to start off my set with a little something by I wasn't I didn't know what the SST band was, mm. but you told me you set me straight, right? And I wanted to play uh, Last Wave, which is from Outrun. Yeah, and this is performed by the SST band. Um, for the listeners that may not know what that's all about, give us a little background. Well, okay, I'm not entirely sure, but sure. all these video game companies, well, the big ones, they have these house bands. You know, Konami had one, right. which was the, you know, Kukuhe or whatever it's called, Kukuya Club, something or other. You we, know? We, I, I had talked about the one at uh, Technos in oh, one of right. our previous episodes. Oh, that's right, yeah. And I'm pretty sure the SST band was the Sega house band. Okay. So, um, you know, actually, I think the SST stands for Sega Sound Team. Okay. And so, uh, you know, that, yeah, that they, they would, it would, it would be people who worked at Sega performing the music that was from the video games. It was, you know, I guess you could say, that, you know, cover bands starts getting popular in the 2000s or whatever, early 2000s, late right. 90s, early 2000s. But these guys, I guess, were kind of doing it before that in the 80s, even, you know, so. Well, if it's it's almost as if they weren't really covering. I mean, it's their music. Right, it's their music, I guess. But That's they're, they're funny. but they're but they're covering. Yeah, they're covering their own music that was supposed to be for a video game and doing yes. it live. Yeah. Okay, so here is Last Wave from Outrun.
that was Last Wave from Outrun, performed by the SST band and Carlos Santana. <laughs> no, Carlos Santana uh, was not playing. It would be Santana. Santana. <laughs> Santana. Very good. That's the Japanese pronunciation. Yes. Um, okay, so up next, I'm going to play something from The Advantage. Um, this is one of this is one of the first cover bands, Nintendo cover bands. I mean, I guess aside from the SST band, um, but you know these guys started in the late '90s, '97 or '98, um, and it was them and the Mini Bosses. Those were the sort of first kind of rock bands covering Nintendo music. And um, well, I just want to tell a little bit of a story of how I discovered the Advantage. Um, it was around 2002. I was really into, I was really getting back into collecting Nintendo games at that time, you know? And um, I went out to Sacramento because my, my, uh, my friend who lives there said that you should come to this flea market there. There's this big flea market. You can probably find some games there. And there was also a game store near his house. So I went to the flea market, got some games there. I went to his the game store near his house, got some games there for some really good deals too. I got I got Metroid there, and um, uh, anyway, I got a lot of other stuff. And then also, he found that Nintendo Player's Guide in his garage, that black one. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, of course. You remember that thing? Sure. It's like the yeah, it was this black book, and it I mean, it was black. It said Nintendo Player's Guide, and it had all these games and maps right. of, and stuff like that in it. Um, anyway, he found that and that was, so it was just, it was totally this whole day of Nintendo stuff. And then, mm-hmm. so later that night we went to this place called the Capitol Garage. We just drove by and we, and he said, why don't you just, uh, pop in there real quick and see who's playing, you know, just to see what was going on. Okay. And so this is in Sacramento and I go in and I ask the door guy who's playing tonight. And he said, uh, this band called the advantage, they're an, uh, eight bit Nintendo cover band. And I thought, this is just perfect. I mean, we just had this day of finding Nintendo games and doing Nintendo stuff. Um, we have to go to the show. So we parked. We went to the show. Okay. And um, I was kind of expecting it to be kind of synth, like a lot of synthesizers and stuff. Right. But it was this just this four-piece rock band, you know, two guitars, a bass, and drummer. And the drummer is the, is the guitarist in the band Hella, actually, like the sort of post-metal uh, band Hella. And... Um, so anyway, I was totally into it. It was totally awesome. We just, we just, we had a really great time. They, they just, they really, they play the music really exactly the way it is in the video game, but they just add this rock edge to it, kind of mainly with the drums and sort of the twanginess of the of the guitars. But uh, anyway, they they were definitely like one of my favorite um, cover bands. I eventually ended up uh, having them on my radio. Okay, so here's more to the story: is that I uh, I used to do this radio show in uh, in the Bay Area at a, at a public radio station. And I used to play video game music on my show. And anyway, I had them on my show uh, and to come and play. And they, uh, not not play live, but they, they came and to talk, talk and play some stuff. And they gave me this demo CD of theirs. Okay. Uh, this is before they had released any, any albums. And uh, they gave me the demo CD to play stuff on the air. And so I brought that with me here today to play uh, a track from it. So this is an unreleased, this is sort of like a demo version. Right. Uh, and so you wouldn't hear this on any of their albums. Um, so it's it's a lot more raw, I'd say. This is a Legacy Music Hour exclusive. exclusive. We need some exclusive music. Uh, just FYI, put that on the, the to-do list. Oh, yeah, okay. 
And um, so that I think that'd be really cool to play one of these things. And um, yeah, I still have this demo CD of theirs. Um, I have ended up actually producing a, a comedy show and had them perform okay. at that comedy show eventually. But anyway, so this is something from the Advantage demo uh, demo tapes or whatever. I think they just recorded this in their garage, okay. in one of their garages. And um, and I, I like it. There's no like the the albums have like kind of like effects on them and stuff. And this is just purely the, the the music, you know, or just the instrument, the instruments playing and stuff. There's no like sort of remastering or anything like that. So anyway, the track I'm going to play is Metal Gear, uh, okay. Jungle Level for Metal Gear, okay. which they really just sort of really, it really, that song really lends itself to this band because they, they really just sort of rock out with it. Um, so Metal Gear um, from The Advantage. <laughs> That's the advantage, playing their rendition of uh, the first level from the first area from Metal Gear, and that is from a, a demo CD that I, I I'm fortunate to have. They, um, yeah, that you and you wouldn't hear that on any of the any of their official releases. Well, I'll tell you what: if I was a record executive and I got my hands on that demo, I would say these kids they've got it. <laughs> And I want to set up a meeting with them immediately. Mm-hmm. But that's just me. Um, you know, uh, they're, they're really fun to watch, too, because they're just technically very good musicians, you know? Yes. Um, now, I do want to... I don't think either one of you are going to play anything for... Mini Bosses was the other sort of... You know, one of the other original kind of cover bands. Right. And um, I just, you know... Uh, 
the, I mean, th- their shows are really fun too, actually. Just mm-hmm. because, well, at least there's this one show. If I could just take a moment, real quick, to uh, talk about, is um, it was uh, it was uh, about five years ago, five or six years ago. It was this backyard show, and um, I, I showed up there, and and they said, I mean, it was it was a fun show for many reasons, but they showed up and they were like, uh, they're like, hey, what are you doing here? And I said. I said, "Oh, I just I came to see the show." And they're like, "Oh, we came we saw you last night at at, at the Steve Allen Theater. I did this comedy show the night before." Okay. And they saw me, and so that was kind of a f- fun situation. But um anyway, it was this weird party and it was um this ba- outdoor show and um and the the people there were just so into it. They were just they were just the way they were responding to the the music. They were just dancing around to it and stuff. Like they just knew all the songs and they were vibing off each other. That they were all into it at the same time. And there was all these different characters. And I don't mean characters like weird characters. They just right. people just dressed differently. And and like there was this one little this skinny the small kid with a white shirt and then this one bigger guy with like long hair. It was originally in a ponytail, but then he took it out and it was like long. And then this guy who was dressed in all blue. And he had these blue sunglasses, and there was this, I don't know, there's just different people. And um, anyway, the, you know, it was such a fun show, and that's probably the most fun I've had at a, at a Nintendo cover band show. Um, but, you know, the the phrase, you had to have been there, like, doesn't really exist anymore because of YouTube and the internet. And there is actually video of that whole backyard show on YouTube. So you can look it up. It's kind of, um, it's, I mean, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's funny. I mean, it's it, sometimes it's focusing more on the band playing, but, um, you also, but you get to see the crowd also. And, um, like, I don't know, funny examples that they, at Super Mario Brothers 2, they play the whole song. And then when they play the ending song, they lifted up one of the guys, like he was, like he was the winner, you know, yeah. it was really funny. And then there was this other, there was two other moments that I thought were really funny, which was, uh, there was this, everyone was chanting Rygar at one point and they never ended up playing Rygar, but every, it was just funny to hear all these people chanting Rygar. And then, um, there was also some people were yelling games out and one person yelled out Metroid. They kept on yelling out Metroid. And then right. this one guy who I guess must just, must have been like a really hardcore fan of the mini bosses. He, he turned around to them and he, he went Metroid's last. Like as if he knew their set list and that that he would like Metroid like they played Metroid last. Um, uh, I don't know. I can't remember if they ended up actually playing Metroid last or not. But um, actually, in one of the clips from that show, the camera kind of does like a three sixty type thing to show the whole crowd. And I I, I must have been right in back of him because you actually see me for for a little bit too. Right. So anyway, it was kind of a, it was that was a really fun show. That was like the most fun I've ever had a show. But uh, anyway, I just bring up the mini bosses because. I don't know the advantage in the mini bosses. They're they're both the sort of the the first rock band. Now there's just tons of cover bands, you know, out there, just tons and tons oh, of yeah. them. But oh, yeah. anyway, that's why I just brought bring. That's why I bring up the mini bosses and uh, along with the advantage, you know. But do you remember the the music that comes on in Street Fighter when a new person joins the game? Yeah. What does that sound like? It's like dun 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 or something like that. That's our breaking news sound. We have to find it. Oh, okay, yeah. I, because I, that's um, an exclusive. Right. Uh, that's an, that's an advantage. I didn't know you were going to play an Advantage demo CD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, who else has? I mean, that's that's a rare no, it a is. Rare it's, CD it's right cool, there. Cool, yeah. So, do you keep that in a special place? I mean, I keep it safe with the with my other CDs. Other CDs with my other demo CDs. I am going to, you know what? Since you were talking about a little history here mm-hmm. i'm gonna play for you the first cover song that i heard 
Oh, okay. Okay. This is back when I heard it, we're talking the year was 2000. Mm-hmm. Okay. Post Y2K. Okay. And the song is, uh, it's a Zelda song. I think that's all, that's what it's called. Uh-huh. And at the time, the song was being billed as a song by System of a Down, uh-huh. which is the popular metal band. Uh, I I just found out doing research for this episode that it's not System of a Down. It sounds like them, but the actual artists are Rabbit Joint. Okay. Okay. But this is a Zelda song, and it's got lyrics in it. And this is the first song I ever heard. I, I mean, I downloaded it on a modem, and I, I found the mini-bosses as well. I downloaded some of their stuff. Uh, but this song really stood out. I thought it was fantastic, and I didn't know you... I, it was one of those things where I said, I didn't know you could do that with video game music. Mm-hmm. So here's the Zelda song. Link, here come to town. Was actually the theme of uh, the title music to Zelda 2. No, no, that's the overworld theme to Zelda 1. Oh, is it? It's like the main gameplay music for Zelda 1. Well, when you're not in the dungeon, but when you're outside, it sounds a lot like Zelda Zelda 2 song. No, sing the home to Zelda 2 song. Zelda 2 starts out well, starts out, it's based on the it's based on that theme. It that's starts what out I'm like about. it's like. D- no, but it's different though, because the Zelda Two song goes like the title. Th- you're talking about the title theme. Yes, it goes like this. It goes Oh, you're right. It's totally different. Totally different. At that point, it gets dun 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 dun, and then it's like da 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 Then it's like anyway, there's a different. Anyway, it's different. Different. Okay, right. Um. Okay. So up next, I'm going to play something from the Tokyo City Philharmonic Orchestra. Okay, so in the sort of early 90s, early to mid 90s, I think that's the time frame on this, uh, there were these, uh, in Japan, there's these things called the game music concerts um, or orchestral game concerts. And uh, it would just, it would be these orchestras playing video game music from Nintendo and Super Nintendo. And uh, it just kind of shows you how much more uh, this kind of stuff is celebrated in Japan. Uh, well, it's more celebrated here now, but um, but then it was you know it's, it's a lot more popular. 
Um, because, you know, there's all these soundtrack releases in Japan, too, that, that we don't get in the United States or in North America. But anyway, um, so this is uh, one of the uh, game music concerts or the orchestral game concerts um, or, or a, a piece from, from one of them. And uh, this is the Final Fantasy V main theme um, performed by the Tokyo City Philharmonic Orchestra.
that's the Tokyo City Philharmonic Orchestra performing the main theme from Final Fantasy V, music composed by Nobuo Uematsu, and that's from the orchestral game concert, I think number two. It was a tour de force, as I say. Oh, actually, speaking of tour, tour, um, I was kind of debating whether or not to play that or this this other this this other sort of uh, this live performance called Tour de Japan. You, you know, um, I think I showed you the the video from that, but uh, they they do the main theme also. It's longer. It's a longer version, but um, in that video, you you actually see the conductor and he just has this really. Um, happy look on his face when he's conducting it, and it's no wonder because the music is so good; it would make you have that look on your face. Like it just, yes. it feel, it's just good. It's so good, you know. Especially that sort of the the sort of B section of the of the piece. Um, anyway, so uh, but yeah, those those are really neat. That they're those these they have these orchestral game concerts. That's just that's such a neat thing. I mean, they do that now, and they have that kind of stuff now. But a lot of the times nowadays, it's all this sort of music from new games. And to me, that stuff isn't as interesting um, to listen to as the older stuff. But sure. Anyway. Okay. Up next, uh, I'm going to play a cover song from someone we know very well. Oh, yeah? Yes. A Brent Weinbach cover tune. We did talked about this um, on a previous episode Mm -hmm. where you have some stuff online. Yeah, Do you sure. have some stuff because you, you're, uh, you're you can tickle the ivory. Sure, you sure can. So I wanted to play that, but since we are in the Legacy Music Hour annex today, and uh, we have the equipment set up, I am I'm going to go ahead and ask: Can you play something live for us? Oh, right now? Yes, right now. Oh, I I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't want to. I don't. I don't know. I, I don't know. If I, uh, Brent, I really think you should reconsider. Rob, I'd love to. Well, all right. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll go head over to the. But I, I don't want to twist your arm, but. No, no, no. This is. I, I, I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> okay. This, uh, another Legacy Music Hour exclusive. Okay. I'm. I'm not gonna tell you the name of the song i was thinking maybe you could try to guess it okay i'm up for it all right
Wow, all right. I was digging that. Can you could you guess what that was? Kid Icarus. No, it wasn't Kid Icarus. All right, I was just testing you. It's Blaster Master. Yeah, it's Blaster Master. That's probably because I I accidentally told you earlier today. I didn't hear that. I didn't hear anything. No. Well, okay. What level is it, Blaster Master? That is stage three. I'm wrong. Stage three comes before that song, which is because that one's stage four. Wrong. Oh, that's stage one music. I'm crazy. Wrong. Oh, it's final final stage music. Wrong. <laughs> it's stage five. Was, stage five. Uh, water, it's the water level of, of Blaster Master. That's right. It, it, was the, it, was, it had that water thing we talked about so, yeah. so many times. But uh, yeah, that was sort of a sort of Brad Meldow, sort of Keith Jarrett-esque kind of rendition of, of level five, Blaster Master. How about, uh, how about entertain us with another one? I'll play one more for you. Okay. Um, okay, so the, this one I'll give you a choice. Do you want like a Bossa Nova version of Metroid, Brinstar, or do you want sort of a, a sort of ballad style of Sonic the Hedgehog, Marble Zone? Hmm. Oh, Wow. Kind of feeling the marble zone. Okay. This, and just before you go on and play, I just want to say this is a, a rare treat. You know, um, not a lot of people know, but in the Legacy Music Hour headquarters, we have a recording studio. Well, this is the sort of the Legacy Music Hour um, annex, right? <laughs> where we have a uh, we have instruments, and you know, we fiddle around uh, every once in a while. Yeah. If you had um, some maracas, I might join you. I mean, there's so many songs to pick from. You know, to play, right? You know, in in my repertoire of video game songs. Yes, yes. Um, but uh, but you know, maybe I'll save some. Maybe I'll do some of them for another episode. Maybe as a special treat. Yeah. Okay. So uh, all right. Let, let, so here's this is a uh, Sonic the Hedgehog Marble Zone. Let's uh, lay another one down, rolling.
Right. This is like Mary McPartland's piano jazz, but with video game music. I don't know what that is. It's a show. Oh. I mean, it's a... I think it went on in, in Bay Area Radio. I think it was, a, it was a kind of show like this, sort of. Okay, well, that's that. Okay, well, Brent, that was a real treat. Okay? Oh, yeah, thank you. I mean, it's... it's it's a it's another side of the legacy music hour that the that the listeners are are going to be exposed to and I, and I, and I think uh it's something that they they will appreciate. I know I do. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Okay. So let me play another track here, okay? I'm going to play a little something uh from the Blades of Steel. So this track uh is the Blades of Steel music. And it's from two guys that call themselves Playing With Power. And when I saw this video, I said, these guys really know what they're doing. And I, I love what they did with uh, this which uh, the, this piece of music, which I think is, is fantastic, Blades of Steel. Blades of Steel. steel that's that's a great cover those guys are they just really uh i don't know it sounds really organic it's really whatever well, that means well done that kind of had a little surfer uh guitar okay yeah yeah a little I, bit of that the bass player was really good too yes. he's, he's just got to get this good bass line going you know um no that's a guy i like that one a lot um i'm gonna play something from a band called the one-ups this is a video game music cover band. Uh, pretty popular. This is one of the more popular bands. Um, they're a jazz band. Well, they started as a jazz band, and now they kind of do uh, more f- like funk kind of stuff, funk jazz kind of stuff, you know? Um, and at the uh, choice I'm going to play right now is sort of in that sort of jazz funk kind of vein. Um, and this is the Rainbow Road from Super Mario Kart. Oh, okay. And it's kind of a yeah jazz funk kind of version of it from the One Ups. Um, some some of their stuff is just straight up straight at like straight ahead jazz style video game music. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, yeah, the, this is Rainbow Road from the One Ups. Thank you. 
That is the one-ups doing their rendition of Rainbow Road from Super Mario Kart. And you know what's funny is that this... Actually, when we were talking about doing a covers episode, I, I, I imagine that most of the tracks were going to be sort of more rock, you know? But this episode's actually turning out to be pretty jazzy, I think. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> one, one more time. One more time. No, no, no. I like that. Let's just leave that. Do you leave like, that? like that? Yeah. I, I, well, I don't know what it is. The, the. I mean, I think there are plenty of rock covers out there. Yeah, there's so many rock covers out there. It's kind of neat. I like hearing the sort of. I mean, that's just, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Do you want to keep this jazzy thing going? Yeah, it's a little. I mean, it's just maybe a little. It's smooth and it's just easy. Yeah. Or I could give you a really heavy song. What song were we talking about here? We're talking about the Space Harrier. See that main uh, the game theme, the and, and playing music. Yeah, right. So you're well, see, like, what are you talking about? Two different versions. Like, there's two different versions. Yes. Of and one of them is more rock. Yes. And the other one is more what? It's more. It's it's, uh, it's actually very slow and. See, I'd like to hear that because that sounds unusual. I mean, that sounds like. I mean, okay. I can I can imagine the rock version. You know, like, of course, because it's the, the song the, sound. It is a kind of a. The rock. second version um, actually is uh, the 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 image that's on the YouTube page is a piano. It says a piano. It's a piano nocturne. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which you think a nocturne, you think classical music. Sure. That's what I think. Yeah. But this music, you have to really hear. I like both versions of the ones I listen to, but I'm glad you picked this one mm-hmm. because it's something I want to I wanna share with you and the listeners, of course. Mm-hmm. So here it is, the uh, Space Harrier uh, Piano Nocturne.
Space Harrier. Yeah, that's that, that was very nice. And that's uh that's from an album called Sega Piano Nocturne. Yes. Um and it's it's the I guess it's all the the whole album is sort of like piano sort of ballad type stuff. Um and it's arranged by Kiminori Atsuta. And the uh and by, by the way, Nocturne um I mean, Nocturne it doesn't necessarily mean... I mean, Nocturne just means music. I mean, music that's sort of related to the nighttime yes. or whatever. I mean, it's not... I mean, it does sound like a classical thing, but uh, it could just well, be... I'm sorry. I mean, I didn't mean to... I forgot about all the, the Nocturne hip-hop jams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You haven't heard that hip-hop... The You haven't heard... Um, you haven't heard Dr. Dre's Nocturne? No. <laughs> the, the Nocturne metal. Yeah. You haven't heard... Uh, I don't know. You haven't heard, uh, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm kind of think, trying to think of a metal a metal band. You haven't heard <laughs> Dream Theater's Nocturne? I bet they do. Actually, I bet you there are a lot of Nocturnes that are for metal bands, actually. No, maybe you're right. Like for metal. metal bands, they're kind of related. They're, they're, there's a classical element to metal sometimes, you know? Oh, not well, sometimes, most of the time. Right. There's a classical element. And uh, I can imagine a metal band having an album with a, like a, you know, like a nocturne on it, definitely. But you know, more of a con- like a concept album for a rap artist. I could see a nocturne. Um, all right, so I'm going to play something from uh, a guy named Ken Matsuzawa, and I think he might be friends with um, the uh, the Hudson Soft uh, composer. Okay. Um, uh, a Takeki or yeah, Takeki Kunimoto, or Kunoko Kunimoto. I think he's friends with him or something. Um, but I found this guy on YouTube, and because he did this really good uh, piano rendition of the music to Metroid, um, I'm not going to play that. But he also has this video of him playing or uh, demonstrating uh, this synthesizer, okay. and uh, he uses different Hudson Soft music in it uh, he programs different hudson soft music into it or something and and that's how he kind of shows off the capabilities of this of the synthesizer so um i i just thought that was neat and so this is his rendition of um a bomber king that's the japanese ver- title of it it's actually robo warrior in north america okay but um so yeah this is ken matsuzawa uh doing sort of the synthesizer version of Bomber King for the uh, for the Nintendo or the, or the Famicom Famicom I should say. <laughs> Thank you. 
music from Bomber King, uh, otherwise known as Robo Warrior, um, performed by Ken Matsuzawa. Um, I really sort of, I mean, I, I, I don't know if program, I mean, performed is the right word because it's more like sort of programmed by um, the equipment he's using on that is a Prophet 5 with a TX802. Um, for anybody who um, is curious about that. Um, but yeah, that's Ken Matsuzawa um, kind of demonstrating that synthesizer, the capabilities of that synthesizer um, through that music. So, okay. Um, and yeah, that was the, uh, the the background music number one from, from Bomber King. Up next, I'm going to play stage four, two from Ninja Gaiden. I really like this song a lot. The NES version is fantastic, but this um, cover holds its own. You know, it's just one guy. Here it is. Ninja Gaiden, stage four two, act four two, act four two. Correct, correct. Uh, and and the guy, the guy's name is Eric James. That's his full name. Eric James. Eric James, doing a kind of a metal version. Okay, well that's the end of our show. I think your helicopter's here to pick you up. <laughs> right on time. Yeah. Um, we uh, that's our covers episode. Um. I think we picked a, a kind of variety of kinds of covers, you know? Yes. Different styles. 
And um, for the track listing, uh, you can go to LegacyMusicHour.com. And, um, you know, you know how to email us. You can figure out how to. There's information on how to email us and other stuff on there. Contact us on there. Uh, Stay tuned for next week's episode. It's going to be a a neat one. We're going to do a focus on Kinuo Yamashita, who did the music to... Uh, Mega Man X3 and Castlevania and some other things. Absolutely. And we also have uh, an exclusive interview with her for that episode. So check that out. Um, I think there should be some interesting things in there. So um, I'm going to leave you with uh, a track from uh, a supporter and listener to the show. Okay. Um, he, uh, his name is Gabe Castro, oh, but nice. uh, his project is called Death Mountain, and that's spelled D-T-H-M-T-N. And uh, he, it's, he's going to, this is his cover of a music from, um, Street Fighter 2010. Uh, this one is called Target versus Ken. And uh, again, this is from Death Mountain, otherwise known as Gabe Castro. Um, and I think that's about it, right? I think we're good. All right. My name is Brent Weinbach. I am Rob F. So it's- this is the Legacy Music Hour. And here's music from Death Mountain. This is Target versus Ken. <laughs>